When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Broadcasting from Terrio Studios in Glendale, California, it's time for Epic Real Estate Investing with Matt Terrio. Yeah! What's up, Er? Hello. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Epic Real Estate Investing. If this is your first time listening to the show, welcome. Glad that you're here. If this is not your first time, welcome back. This is the place where I teach people how to escape that rat race by investing in real estate. And if I were to do this all over again, I'd do it exactly the same way. And I do it exactly the same way whether I had money and credit to work with or not. You see, while I was finding my way, I stumbled upon 12 different strategies of investing in real estate with little to no money. And in hindsight, being forced to invest with little to no money or credit, I believe that made me a better investor. And I want to make you a better investor as well. So I put the first two strategies, the two of which I believe are the easiest and fastest strategies to a paycheck in real estate. I've put them into a free course just for you. And you can access that free course at freerealestateinvestingcourse.com. Very simple. Or if you're listening in via your smartphone, go ahead and text free course to 55678. Free course, that's all one word, no spaces. Free course, text that to 55678 and you get the course right there on your phone. Alrighty, so nice to be here with you today because today we're going to cover probably the most important parts of your business. And there are a few important parts to your business that you just can't afford to be deficient in. And if you adopt the five habits I'm about to share with you today, you need never worry about your business or income again. How does that sound? Good? Sounds good to me. So I'm going to begin by sharing with you your number one skill as a real estate investor. We're going to get right into it today. Your number one skill. And then we're going to talk about your number one focus. And then we're going to talk about your number one trait, your number one character trait. And then we're going to break those down into five simple habits of which will inadvertently improve your number one skill. It'll keep your focus where it should be. And it will develop that number one character trait so that it becomes a part of your very being. So it becomes you. So everything's automated. You take those, you don't have to really think about the skill. You don't have to think about the focus. You don't have to think about the character trait. You just adopt these five habits and those will all happen automatically. Cool? Alrighty, so the first is your people skills. People skills, people skills, people skills. You don't have to have perfect people skills to make good money. You can certainly make good money if you're not the best with people. But the stronger your people skills are, the more money you will make, the more deals you'll, or the more appointments that you'll convert. You know, if you actually put them to work consistently and over time, you will make more money. I mean, I've always got to add that part. You Having the skill is one thing, but using it is another. So, you know, you've heard the expression to know and not do is to not know. So you got to do it. And the people skills, you know, I think that's 
it's your most important skill. You'll get some debate around there, but I really think that's your most important because this is a people business. You know, your ability to get people to like you and trust you, your ability to build rapport, that's your number one skill because people do business with people that they like and people that they trust. And if you have no idea how to do that, how to develop your people skills or how to build rapport, here's a few habits that I'm going to give you that will just, if you start practicing them and or, uh, implementing them, they'll inadvertently get people to like you and trust you. And you're just like, wow, people like me, trust me. <laughs> Don't worry about being liked and trusted. You know, if, if you're focused on that, a lot of people, you know, they come off fake and it actually achieves quite the opposite. So forget about being liked and trusted and just adopt these three habits, all right? And you will automatically be liked and trusted. And, and this goes for all of your relationships, not just your real estate relationships. And even if you're having challenges with the opposite sex, hey, these three habits work there too. They work with other people regardless of the context, okay? So habit number one, listen more than you speak. Listen to every motivated seller that you come in contact with, like there's going to be a quiz at the end of the conversation. Listen until it hurts. God gave you two, year, two ears, he gave you one mouth, and he did that because he wants to use you to use them proportionately. Got it? Be genuinely interested in the people that you talk to. Specifically, we're talking about the motivated sellers that you talk to. If you're interested in them, they will be interested in you. They will be interested in doing business with you. Okay, that's number one, listen more than you speak. Number two, ask more questions. Stop telling so much. Stop um, giving your opinion so much. Ask more questions. And use the word you more than the word I. Got it? Try and wipe that word, especially in those initial meetings, the word I out of your vocabulary. No one cares about you. Not in that context, okay? I care about you, don't worry about that. But your motivated sellers, they only care about themselves and their situation that they're in. They're only interested if you can get them out of that situation. They don't care about all of your, your, your family. They don't care about your experiences. They don't care about what your interests are. They don't care about that, okay? They might eventually, once they start liking and trusting you, but you're not gonna get them there by talking about yourself. So you wanna use the word you more than the word I. And what this does is it really just places the spotlight on the person that you are talking to, your motivated seller. And here's why this works. You know, admit it or not, some of us will be will nod your head and yeah, that, that's absolutely true. And some of you are like, wow, that sounds kind of painful, but inside you're like, you are agreeing with me, okay? So believe, admit it or not, out loud or to yourself, the most important person in the world is you. Meaning you are the most important person in the world to you. So knowing that that's how everybody is wired, that's how everybody feels, when you put the spotlight on the other person by asking questions and using the word you more than you're talking about yourself, using the word I, in their world, the spotlight is now on the most important person in the world, themselves. People like people that make them feel important, okay? So ask more questions. Habit number three, say what you're going to do and do what you say. Okay, say what you're going to do and do what you say. If people know you for this habit, you will have people's trust. If they know that they can trust your word, they will trust you. And, and I got to tell you, people give their attention, they give their friendship, they give their loyalty, they give their favors, their business, and they give their money to people that they like and trust. So 
That's the number one skill of a real estate investor, people skills, all right? So now the number one focus, the number one focus of a real estate investor is lead generation, okay? If you're not generating consistent leads, you're not doing consistent business. That is the foundation of your business. It's the machine that makes your business work. You need leads to crush this business. You need lots of them. In fact, you can't have too many. That's impossible. You can't have too many. The quality of your leads is in the quantity of your leads. You know, one of my favorite TV shows on on, on TV, I guess my t- TV show is on TV, <laughs> and I think I've mentioned this in the past a while ago, is Gold Rush. I don't know if it's over or not. I don't know if that was the final season just a few months ago. I hope not. And I'm not exactly sure why I like it so much. It's on the Discovery Channel, by the way. But, you know, I love the outdoors. I love the snow. And it's on my list of things to do is to visit Alaska. So I guess you take all of that and combine it with the the backbreaking work that these guys do, uh, with the adversity that they overcome, with the possibility all wrapped up in, in a big payday at the end. It just, it fascinates me. It holds my attention like no other TV show does. And and if you've never seen the show, it's a reality show. Like what show on TV is not a reality show these days. But it's a reality show where, you know, three or four different teams, I think it's three or four, uh, are, are searching for gold. And each team has their own methods for finding the gold. Each team has their own history, their own experience. They have their own intensity for how they execute their methods. And the, the size of each of their operations varies as well. And I noticed that there's a correlation here between how they search for gold and their results and us real estate investors when we're generating leads, searching for deals and finding those deals. Meaning, you know, one team out there might be using a shovel, just a one shovel and a little gold pan, just like the old fashioned miners will kneel down and, or they'll squat down to the river and they'll, and they'll Put, uh, shovel some dirt into the pan, then they pan that dirt in the stream, and with each pan, you know, they find a, a few specks of gold and and sometimes nothing. <laughs> and I've yet to see a real nugget found this way, but they find some specks and they just go on about their business. Now, another team might have a small little, you know, one of those bobcat tractors, those bobcat mini bulldozer type things, and this thing called a sluice box which kind of takes the place of a pan and it runs the dirt and the water through this long thing and, and it kind of just, it automatically sifts out the gold. It separates the gold from the dirt and and they run a steady flow of dirt through this sluice box and and they do all right. They they certainly find more than the guy with just the shovel and the gold pan, but, but then another team has a large bulldozer, one of the big giant caterpillar bulldozers and, and a big truck to carry the dirt that the bulldozer dozes. I guess that's what it's called when it's dozing the dirt. And and that truck carries the dirt up to what's called a wash plant, which is kind of like a sluice box, but on a much bigger scale. And it can process, I don't know, a ton of dirt per hour. And and, and you guessed it. They find a lot more gold than the, the sluice box team or the guy with just the little pan of gold or the little pan that he uses for gold. And then, though, there's this other guy. Oh, my gosh, I forget. Tony, I think is his name. Guy, you can barely understand what he's saying. I don't know if he's from Germany or he's got a really thick accent. You barely understand. But he's got, his team's got a fleet of bulldozers and he's got several wash plants. And these wash plants are ginormous. There's multiple, multiple tons going through those, those wash plants like per minute. It's, it's amazing. And that guy, that guy's like the king, they call him the king of the 
Klondike, the king of the Klondike. And, and that guy is making a killing. Like what he does in one day, the, the guys with the little, with the one bulldozer, like that's what he does the whole season. And this guy does it in one day. I mean, he's making a killing. And, and the correlation that I see with finding motivated sellers is that the method, the intensity, the consistency, and the, and the magnitude of your lead generation is in direct proportion to the amount of deals that you're going to do. So look at your business right now. And I want you to be really honest with yourself, okay? Are you the guy with the shovel and one gold pan? You know, maybe you're sending out 20 yellow letters a day that that you're getting up extra early each morning to, to handwrite yourself and you put them in the mail and, you know, you got, you're doing that 20 letters a day and that that's you or, or you know are you the the girl with the the bobcat tractor and the sluice box you know maybe you've hired the yellow letter writing out to a family member or a friend and and you're getting out i don't know 200 300 a week and and on the weekends you're you're hitting the streets putting up say 25 to 50 bandit signs is that you or do you have a a, a full-size Caterpillar bulldozer and, and a real wash plant running around the clock. Like like you've got a professional service like, say, yellowlettermail.com pumping out 2,000 letters a month for you. And you've got a, a neighborhood kid putting up 100 bandit signs a week for you. And you've got maybe a VA posting an ad on Craigslist every four hours or so driving traffic to your real estate landing pages. Is that you? Is that your business? Or... Are you like the king of the Klondike? Do you, do you have a fleet of bulldozers and multiple wash plants on autopilot that just keep on running? They never they never stop. You know, where, where you've leveraged a, a professional service to send out 5,000 letters a month and 25,000 postcards a month and a, a team of kids posting 1,000 bandit signs a month for you and, and an internet marketing team driving traffic from Google and Facebook and, and Bing and Yahoo and LinkedIn and to, to your numerous websites. Is that you? Is that your business? You know, here's my point. If you're not doing deals, most likely you're not generating leads or enough leads and you're not generating them consistently. You know, consistent leads creates a consistent income. Always think of it that way. If you want a steady flow of money flowing into your bank account, you've got to have a steady flow of leads. So that means you have to do a, a steady flow of marketing, a steady flow of lead generation. And a lot of leads creates a lot of deals. Okay? If your business is not doing as well as you'd like it to, this is the first place to look. Leads. You know, just like if if you're trying to lose weight and, and the pounds just aren't coming off the, uh, the way that you had hoped or if, they've, if they've, the pounds have stalled, like the scale has, st- has stopped moving, it's been stuck. You know, the first place to look is... What are you really eating on a daily basis? You know, where are the extra calories sneaking in? The only way to really know is, is to start tracking what you're eating. You, it, you can't manage it unless you measure it. And whatever you measure actually improves. That's, that's, that dynamic is consistent in all sorts of business or your physical fitness or, or whatever it may be that you're up to, whatever your goals are. You can't manage it unless you measure it. And if you do measure it, it improves. So that's the same way with your uh, your lead generation. That daily success sheet, that's why it's there. I mean, the only way to really know is to start tracking your lead generation activities. And the mind is tricky. You might think you busted your butt this week generating leads. But if you track them, 
what that says on paper might be a little different than how you actually feel when you didn't track them. I've done, I've gone through this so many times and I've coached so many people the same way. People think I've, I've talked to every single person in this uh, city this month and they're all short sales and nobody can sell even if they wanted to. And you look at their daily success sheet and they talk to 19 people. How is that every person in the city and every person in the county? 19 people. But when you talk to 19 people and those 19 people all have the same story, it you, your brain will play tricks on you and it can feel like you talk to everybody in the city. So that's why you got to track it, okay? Because your mind will play tricks on you in that way, okay? So you've got to measure it. How many letters are you really sending out and are you sending them out consistently? How many postcards are you really sending out consistently? How many bandit signs are you really putting up consistently? Are you driving any traffic from the internet? Whether they're free classified ads like Craigslist or Backpage or, or paid traffic from Facebook and Google. You know, most people's issues, most people's issues can be solved by looking no further than just tracking their lead generation activities and being honest with themselves. And the results, the results don't care why the lead generation activities aren't being done. All it cares about is that they're not being done. It doesn't care why. It just cares if. You know, the results, they don't care if you're tired. They don't care if you had a bad day at work or your boss yelled at you. They're, the results don't care if you can't afford the postage. It doesn't care. They don't care. The results don't care if your dog just died. The results don't care if you've been fighting with your spouse. The results don't care if your car broke down. The results are ruthless. They don't care. They don't care why. They just care if. But the one thing you can count on results for is they are unwaveringly fair. Unwaveringly fair. Had to repeat that again. I kind of tripped on my tongue. <laughs> the results, they are fair. They are brutally fair. Do the activities, get the results. It's that simple. Don't do the activities, don't get the results. The results don't care why you did them or didn't do them, okay? A little activity, little to no results is what it produces. You, you, you put in medium activity, you get medium, medium to little results. But lots of activity gets lots of results. So the best way to make sure that the activities get done is to delegate. Have someone else do it. You've got too much going on in this business. You've got too much to worry about. This is something that can be outsourced. It's something that can be delegated. You've got to systemize it. I mean, your time is it's best spent elsewhere. You're not very valuable here. But it's probably the most valuable part of your business. But it's just not what you should be doing. You should be talking to sellers. You should be submitting offers. You should be receiving offers. And you should be negotiating those offers and closing those deals. That's what you should be doing. Everything else, get someone else to do it. It's all important. And the lead generation is probably the most important. But it doesn't, it doesn't take, it shouldn't take your time to do it. You can outsource that, okay? It could be your kids, and, and that would be a tax write-off for you, by the way, if you got your kids. Or your spouse, that would be a, uh, your significant other, that would be a tax write-off as well for the family. Um, maybe the neighborhood kids. Maybe a professional service. Whatever you got to do, get someone else to do it so that you know it gets done. Okay? Get the lead generation out of your space and focus on securing and closing deals. That's where your attention should be. 
okay? And, and if you just absolutely cannot delegate this activity because, I don't know, either you can't find anyone or you can't afford anyone, you've got to work your way in that direction. With the first deal you close, this is where your focus should be. You need to reinvest it back into more lead generation and paying someone to do that lead generation for you. Alrighty? So your lead generation, how many different ways are you actually generating leads? You know, are you using just the pan of gold or using the pan and the sluice box or using the pan, the sluice box and the bobcat or the pan, the sluice box, the bobcat and the caterpillar or all of the caterpillars and everything. Okay. Cause your leads are going to be in direct proportion to how many different ways you're generating leads. You really need at least three to five different sources for leads, three to five. Okay. Direct mail, probably the most efficient, you know, whether it's yellow letters or it's postcards or both, get that part of your business going, go to listsource.com, print out your absentee owner list, print out your pre foreclosure list, print out your own free and clear list, and then go over to clicktomail.com or just Google mail services, but click to mail and, and order your mailing pieces send them your list and get your letters and your postcards in the mail, get them sent out, get it, that whole process automated. Okay. So your phone automatically rings. That's the purpose. Next bandit signs, check with your city or County on the ordinances with bandit signs or don't, <laughs> you, you could just chalk up any, um, fine that you may receive as a ah, cost of doing business. You made a donation to the city. I don't know. You do the math though. You weigh the risk versus reward for yourself. You know, because of what we do, the reward far outweighs the risk, okay, by far. But still, that, that's a personal decision for you. But the bandit signs, they won't typically get your phone ring as much as the mail will, meaning pound for pound they won't. But my experience shows me that the deal per call ratio is much better with the bandit signs. The deal per call ratio with direct mail, once your business is up and running, probably uh, one deal for every 30 calls. Bandit signs can be one out of 10, one out of 15, if you're really doing it wrong. <laughs> okay. I, I don't know why that's so, um, maybe it's just more motivated. The, the more motivated sellers will actually, uh, um, maybe you hit them right when they're just on their way to work. They just got the, the news that this is their last day or something like that. And they see a sign and they're like, boom. Okay. I don't know, but that's, that's my experience. You know, if, if you, and also if you know, you go back and, uh, listen to some of the episodes I've had where I've interviewed Epic Pro Academy members, the, the majority of them got their first deals with bandit signs. They work. You know, they're ugly. They litter the streets. They litter the neighborhoods. There's a bunch of them out there. You'll see them on every single corner, at least in this neighborhood and in the neighborhoods that I work in. They're everywhere. But you know how you know something is working? It, it keeps showing up. <laughs> it keeps showing up. Like, for example, you know, you see the little commercial for the, um, whatever insurance company is with the gecko, with the lizard. You see that thing. doesn't matter what channel you're watching, what time of the day, you will see that little gecko lizard. You know why you've been seeing that lizard so often for so long? Because that little lizard sells some damn insurance. <laughs> it's effective. Same thing with these bandit signs. You see them all over the place because they work. All righty. So uh, I'm getting my signs now from dirtcheapsigns.com, dirtcheapsigns.com. They have an awesome interactive software on the website that allows you to customize your signs. And, and they have a bunch of investor templates right there from which you can choose. Uh, they got the pre-printed signs, but they've got them now where 
the, the fonts, they look just like they're handwritten. So you're going to get that ugly yellow sign effect. And if you didn't know those handwritten signs, they tend to, they consistently test better than the ones that look all pretty. So go for the ugly ones, go over there and customize your signs. Um, it's, it's very easy. They're cheap. And, you know, I think as long as you purchase a minimum of a hundred signs at a time, they're like a dollar 50 per sign. You get the eight, the H frames there for 50 cents more. So it's like two bucks a sign. I think it's like 208 or something like that a sign. Alrighty. So get the bandit size going. And then a website. If you don't have a website yet that, that collects visitor information, you need to get one. And here's why. Not just because they're cool and chic and the internet's big. No, 90% of all real estate searches today begin on the internet. 90% of all the searches begin there. So if you're not on the internet, your deals are invisible to 90% of the market. See? Your business can no longer afford that type of invisibility. So get a website and place your domain name in your email signature. So every time you send an email, it goes out. Make sure you put your domain name on your postcards, put it on your property flyers, uh, put it in your classified ads, drive your traffic to your websites, both online and offline classified ads. And then after you close a few deals, I would start looking at, like we're doing is, is start looking at um, investing in paid traffic. Start generating traffic from Google and Bing and Facebook, LinkedIn, Yahoo. Get intentional about driving leads to your website or websites. Automate the process that you're eventually, you know, you're generating leads around the clock while you're sleeping, while you're vacationing. I mean, if you don't have a website, I've got a service that I just created with a friend, uh, epicrealestatewebsites.com. Literally, it's a three-step process and you are up and running. Your website is live. You can be up and running in 10 minutes or less. And those leads, they get sent right to your inbox. That's the functionality that we created. They go right to your inbox, like just with all your other email. It's the fastest, most effective, and cheapest service that I know of. And I know because I investigated as many as I could to find to make sure that uh, while we were developing it, that we came in under the lowest price with the easiest system for a non-techie person to implement. So epicrealestatewebsites.com, if you need an online solution, to generate both motivated seller and buyer leads. We have uh, versions for the, or websites for both of those, and they convert. They've been taken from all of the, the, the best practices of website conversion, okay? So I'm not affiliated with any of these companies except that one. That one is mine. The others, those are just the ones that I use, okay? So epicrealestatewebsites.com. Now, also, lead generation. Are you attending your RIA club meetings? Are you being visible in your community? Okay, so if you go to RIA meetings and you're like, those are a waste of time. I don't like talking to people. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to do. I don't know. I don't understand how you generate leads there. Here's what you do. Here's a normal practice for you. Okay, every time you have a property for sale, you you make a property flyer, right? Because that's you're emailing it out. You're 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 sharing that with your buyers. So you have to put assemble that information somewhere. So create a property flyer, and then almost every single RIA meeting will have a needs and wants section of the meeting where you get to go up and stand in front of the room, they give you a microphone and you get to tell the room, this is what I've got, this is what I need, this is what I want. And then you get to address the whole room that way all at once. So every single time that they hand or they put a microphone up for the crowd to come up and use, you should be in line to use it. There's a saying that says, uh, the, the guy with the microphone makes all the money. Something like that. <laughs> but the person with the microphone makes the money. 
And I'm not going to go deep into why that's so, but understand that it is so. It does a couple things. First of all, when you get to stand up and you get to share the information about your property, um, it informs the whole room about your property. You got a property for sale. You'll know right away whether you got a deal or not because someone in there is going to be interested in it if it's a deal. Second thing it does is it conveys to your group, to your community, the people that you interact with, that you're in the game. You're not just talking the talk. You are walking the walk. You've got properties for sale. Okay? And that right there, to, to be perceived by your community as someone that's really doing deals, opportunities will come your way that way. Maybe not directly, but they will indirectly come your way. I promise you that. So never, ever lose the, the chance of grabbing the mic in front of a group of people, okay? Spe- specifically in your RIA meetings. And if you don't have a property for sale, you're like, great, well, I, if I had a property for sale, I'd do it, Matt. Perfect. Find someone else there that, that has a property for sale and ask if you can represent their property. Go wholesale a wholesaler. And even if you, maybe you get a $500 finder's fee, maybe you get nothing. But it's, it's, it's as valuable, if not more than valuable, than that $500 finder's fee, the $250 finder fee, whatever it may be. Do it for free just so you can present yourself in front of the room so that room has the perception of you as a doer, a mover, a shaker, someone that's in the game. I'm telling you, it's invaluable. That's not a measurable thing like like uh, direct mail is. It's not a measurable thing like uh, bandit signs are, but it will produce results for you, okay? And they'll come from the strangest and craziest sources that you could have never imagined. And you'll all of a sudden like, wow, that one was lucky. No, you didn't get lucky that you, your room <laughs> responded to you, okay? So are you going to your RIA meetings? If you're not, go Google your RIA meetings, get the schedules, and put those in your calendar right now, all right? Another thing, hire a, a VA, and a virtual assistant. I use Odesk and Elance. Um, hire a VA and have them cruise for rent sites, okay? Uh, and have them cruise property management sites. And have them submit offers or letters of intent to homes for rent. And, and they can do that really easy via email. They can You can set that up as a system and just have them a, a standard letter. Say, hey, I'd like to buy your property. Maybe it's as simple as your, your yellow letter. But those are houses that are vacant. Those are houses that are vacant that are owned by investors, absentee owners. That's who you're trying to mail to anyway. It's another way to access them. Okay? So hire a VA and have them go to for rent sites and property management sites. And, and start submitting offers. Just submit the offers. See what happens. All righty? So understand, though, that there are countless ways to generate leads. And what I want you to do is I want you to commit an hour or two more, if you want, per day to just that, to just generating leads. Come in each day and ask yourself the question, how can I increase my lead generation by 10% today? I want you to ask yourself that question every single day. Ask that question every day and, and your brain will come up with answers. How can I increase my lead generation by 10% today? And you might not get an answer every day, but you'll get an answer once a week. You'll get a couple answers every single week for sure. And let me ask you, what would your business look like in three months if you increased your lead generation by 10% each week? What would your business look like in three months from now? If starting right now, you increased your lead generation by 10% each week, what would it look like in three months? Yeah, just in time for Christmas, right? Be phenomenal, indeed. 
So that's what I want you to do. Your, so your number one skill is building rapport and getting people to like you and trust you, your people skills. That's your number one skill, people skills. Your number one focus, lead generation, all right? That's, that's the foundation of your business. Consistent lead generation produces consistent income. And your number one trait, your number one character trait specifically, be consistent and persistent with your action. Be known for consistency. Be known for someone who's persistent. And take action. Be consistent and persistent with your action. People skills and lead generation will do absolutely nothing for you unless there is consistent and persistent action to back it up. Be relentless with your money-making and income-generating activities. Don't give up. Keep going. If you do the right activities, you do them consistently and with persistence, your success is guaranteed. It has to be. The results are unwaveringly fair. And results come to those that do the activities consistently and with persistence. Got it? Alrighty, so in summary, adopt these five habits. Listen more than you speak. That's number one. Two, ask lots of questions. Three, say what you're going to do and do what you say. Four, dedicate at least one hour a day to the question, how can I increase my lead generation by 10%? Dedicate at least one hour a day to the question, how can I increase my lead generation by 10%? And five, be consistent. Be consistent. Do that and success will be yours. By the way, I'm speaking to myself right now as much as I'm speaking to you, okay? I'm not wagging my finger at you. We're in this together, and I'm speaking to myself as much as I'm speaking to you. There's a saying, we teach what we need to learn, and so I am. Returning back to the basics, because the basics work. They built my business, and they will build yours. They sustain my business, and they will sustain yours. They grow my business, and they will grow yours. Now, doesn't that sound like fun? <laughs> Hell yeah, it does, right? Okay, so that's it for today. I'm Matt Terrio, living the dream. Stay with me right here. Stay with me, and you'll be living the dream too. See you Thursday. You've been listening to Epic Real Estate Investing, the world's foremost authority on separating the facts from the BS in real estate investing education. If you enjoyed the show, please take a minute to visit iTunes and share your thoughts. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time here at Epic Real Estate Investing with Matt Terrio. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. Thank <laughs> you.